listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Faith. Hey Faith, do we have any new patrons? We do. Yay! Yay! Guys, today's Gender Rebels episode is going to be brought to you by James B., James, thank you. And Amber. Amber, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for supporting Gender Rebels. Y'all, Y'all are the awesome. Best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, Faith, I got another question. Yeah, what's your question? I feel like in the past we have discussed um, your timeline, your transition timeline. I feel like you mapped out a, a plan at some point. And I was kind of hoping we could do a check in and see where you are on that and what you think about that. And Maybe any misconceptions or assumptions you went into that with. Okay. Yes, definitely. Yay! So, transition timelines. Mm. I have had many of these transition timelines. Wait, but you only get one. I know you only get one, but I would sit there. I remember I would sit there on the subway Mm -hmm. when I first moved to New York. I was in my early 20s, and I would have my little black and white marbled composition notebooks because those are what I preferred Mm -hmm. because I would... They're bound at I, I the like, edge. Yeah. yeah, I was like an hour subway commute, so I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna write ideas in these, and I'll write, you know, stories in these, and mm-hmm. uh, any sort of thoughts I have, I'll just write." Mm-hmm. So I, I don't carry those anymore, but I used to carry them with me all the time. Do you still have them? I still have a few of them. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so I, I would sit. I remember sitting on the train one day and like writing out like my transition plan and everything and the oh costs associated with it and. All the pros and cons and all the issues and people I'd have to come out to mm. and all that. And then, of course, that those would just go get closed up and put back in my bag and, away. you know, get put away. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a sort of ongoing What if someone found my one? Life. I don't, I don't know. Wow, you're so, what if someone on the, on the train saw what you were writing and read for a bit and were like, you're a freak. Like, what if? Yeah, it's New York, though. That's, that's true. Hardly the freakiest thing that's on the subway. Probably the coolest. Normal someone thing. writing about transy stuff in a notebook. <laughs> I don't know why I said someone writing about transy stuff in a notebook. That's better. <laughs> I'm over here trying to eat my meatball sandwich, and all of a sudden I see a clown over here masturbating. <laughs> There's a guy in a suit shitting on the floor. <laughs> Someone's got a canoe on the subway car. It's New York. What can you do? That's true. Yeah. So. You're the good seatmate in that situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so someone cutting their toenails. They don't with, even have shoes. With their husband's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Welcome to life in New York. Um, so I would I would have this. I'm, I'm looking at today. I was searching for, I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm trying to get my FFS, my facial feminization mm. surgery. And there are quite a number of hoops and letters and forms and paperwork. I have personally, in the course of just getting this one surgery, killed 273 prime pine trees <laughs> that have been pulped into paper for medical forms and letters and everything else. Because faxes and none of this can be electronic. No. God and, forbid. And so uh, I was searching through my, my Google Docs. And I found today my most recent transition timeline. Okay. And when I say most recent, I say, like, I came up with this in August of 2015. Oh, wow. 
That's yeah. super Which recent. Is almost, it's, almost, it's almost five years ago. Oh, man. No, four I, years ago. Almost four years ago. Wish I could read your, your 2008 transition yeah. timeline. Your 2002 transition timeline. But whatever. We'll go with this. So this, this was actually around the time I was seriously considering... I, I've seriously considered transition many times, mm-hmm. but this was kind of my most serious because mm-hmm. this is the one where I would then in a few months go talk to Kath mm. and, and make sure my partner was okay with, with me pursuing this and all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this was a few months before that. Okay. And so not so that we I was were... hiding it from you, but it was just that this was like, a, this was a regular thing I would do. You were getting ready. I was getting ready. And maybe you'd pull the trigger, maybe and you wouldn't. Yeah. You were, you were sort of thinking ahead. And, and that's, that's something, okay. and that's something about coming out to my partner that was, <clears throat> that was tricky because it's not that you're, when, when people who are LGBTQ don't come out to people, if you're someone in their life that they haven't come out to yet or that they come out to slowly, it is not ever because they are, are really hiding something from you or being duplicitous unless they're like one of those shitty husbands who's cheating on you. But people who are like not cheating, I'm just going to put in that caveat. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's because it takes people a while to figure this stuff out. Some people know, some people are ready to come out, you know, in kindergarten or Mm -hmm. high school or Mm -hmm. whatever. And other people come out when they're 50. Mm -hmm. Other people come out when they're 65. Other people come out in their retirement home. It takes everyone time to come out. And for me, it took me a long time. And sitting here writing these plans, be it on Google Docs or in a composition pad, mm-hmm. was sort of my process, mm-hmm. my way of dealing with this, my way of kind of seriously thinking about things okay. Okay. In, in, in more concrete terms than just wishing mm-hmm. I could transition. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this in probably July. Of, 20... of 2014? 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah, around summer of 2015. Okay. So my timeline was we're going to go through this and see. So right. where do we go? Where do we go through? November 2015. This is the first item get on hormones. Get on hormones. Which I did. Yay. As of 11 28 15. So right on the wire. Just, just in time. Just in the wire. We're going right. to see how accurate this timeline has been mm-hmm. because this was my most serious. Let's see. Mm-hmm. So the first one, pretty accurate. You nailed it. I've got to say, December 2015, start laser hair removal. Okay. That I did. Yay. Yay. Now it gets sad. Begin weight loss plan. All right. I have not. Hmm. I, I have not. I I ended up, I did lose a bunch of weight and then I put mm-hmm. it back on mm-hmm. and now I'm like, I want to get it back off. But you know you can lose it. I know I can lose it. It's tricky. I feel like... Gosh, I feel like you just hit, like, I, it's so cliche, but I feel like I just hit, like, late 30s and just, once I quit smoking, it was mm. just, weight became really hard to get off. I mean, metabolism yeah. and cigarettes, like, these are real things that yeah. literally affect that. So, they yeah, are. that makes sense. So, set up appointment for alcohol therapy. I uh, have done that. I have dealt. I, I drank heavily mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have that under control now, and mm-hmm. that's something that was good, because that was something that did scare me, mm-hmm. and was certainly not healthy, and yeah. certainly did contribute to my weight. Yeah, you're not a teetotaler now, but you've gone dry for several significant blocks of time, and... Yeah. Um, I know I can be dry, I think you have and it under be control, happy. yeah. Yeah, and that's the nice thing. Yes. 
Um, so having a healthy attitude toward alcohol. Because you were kind of self-medicating before. I was self-medicating, but it was also just a habit. And mm-hmm. this was something that you pointed out. It was like, you're just doing this habitually. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. like, you need a beverage in your hand while you're playing your video games and beer is what you have. And have and you were like, beverage. try it with seltzer. And mm-hmm. I did. So if you, if you worry you do have an alcohol problem, I would say, you know, talk to a doctor. I ended up having a big health scare um, with my heart. That uh, definitely jumped me into the mm. let's get healthy quickly sort mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. So weight, still not. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to lose 35 pounds. I actually got within, I, I lost probably about 20 pounds. All right. I have put on probably about 15 of that back. <laughs> You're still ahead. I'm still ahead. Right. I'm, I am still, even at this point, 10 pounds less than my heaviest, but mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. where I quite want to be. But weight is a continual goal yes. that we keep fighting. Got it. Um, so March 2016. So you're jumping from December 2015 to March 2016. Yes. Like something in you decided, here. here's a bunch of things for mm-hmm. December. That's kind of a lot. I'm going to let myself yeah. work on it. Exactly. Okay. So March. meet with doctor. Ask doctor about Propecia. If my hair hasn't filled in at all. This is my hairline. Mm-hmm. I had a kind of masculine Michael Keaton, Richard Nixon-esque hairline mm-hmm. that, you know, I was working on. Uh, so I actually went on Fenestride on Mar- in March of 2016. So I did do something. And I think it's interesting that you say if the hair hasn't filled in at all, because just going on hormones, a lot of people have noticed yeah. that uh, particular wonderful, beneficial effect. Like, so good, I'm thinking about going on hormones myself, because a lot of them do start to see reversal in Male pattern yeah. hair loss. Some people. I did yeah. not. Yeah. I think that might also be the younger you are. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So April so. through September. Continue laser hair removal. Mm-hmm. Check. Continue weight loss plan. Eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come out to family. Check. Check. Yay. Come out to in-laws. I did not do that. So come out to family was... My sister not and my nothing. mom. Right. Yeah. I did, it wasn't my whole September. family. It was just basically my sister and my mom. But come out to in-laws would end up waiting because mm-hmm. I was kind of a little more terrified mm-hmm. of that. We've mm-hmm. had some episodes about that. But ultimately for me, that was really about, really about fearing that I was outing you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as someone who is dating a trans person mm-hmm. and putting you definitely in that, that weird category, mm-hmm. which I did not want to do. So that I mean, took that's me very, a while. That's very sweet of you. And I'll say to you what I think any of our other listeners who are kind of worried about their partners and maybe their partner's family is your partner has thought of that. Like, as soon as you came out to them, they had to picture your life together and what that meant and what the changes would be and what that would mean for maybe your job and the the life you share together in pets or kids or finances, you know, like yeah, your partner has thought about that and has also thought about how are our friends going to react? How is her family going to react? How is my family going to react? And I would say, talk to your partner, see how they feel. I personally wasn't super concerned and I get what you mean. I get that there's nervousness. It's like double nervousness. Yeah. Compared to coming out to your own family. Yeah, coming out to my family, they already know I'm a weirdo. Exactly. Exactly. And you already have what's, yeah. whatever status of closeness or distance or whatever. And you know your family and, you know, you mm-hmm. go into that with a, a you kind of hope for the best and prepare for the worst kind of thing. Your partner's probably thought that through. 
So for those of you listening right now who are not sure how your partner is going to react in terms of coming out to their family, talk to your partner. They'll know right off the bat the people who are going to be super supportive, the people who are there like, that one's a wild card, and the people who um, this person will say, I love you, do what you want with your life, let's never talk about this again. Like, you know. Yeah. Talk to your partner. And I get your concern. Mm -hmm. And thank you for thinking about me. But honestly, I, I, I knew who'd be cool. I knew who wouldn't or who might not be. Yeah. Honestly, no one's been uncool, mm. but like people are talk about it less in some cases. Yeah. That's, that's about it. So actually, I had put that as being around probably my first, a little before I actually came out full time, mm -hmm. was coming out to your in-laws. I actually did not come out to your in-laws until probably mm -hmm. about six months after full time. Mm-hmm. Which was which is mm -hmm. fine, and that was like May but of the year after. Yeah, so yeah. I I had had I had had my idea that I would come out to everyone and then come out full time, and it ended up not being like that. I ended up coming out full time first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I also have the next thing, August of and September of sixteen, mm -hmm. and it was like getting it, get my name changed and get new documents. That would end up being Oct October, mm. so it was a little maybe a month or two after this. So why the bump? And well, because of the next thing coming mm. out full time, mm. also planned for August, September. Um, the number one thing was performance review at work and discussion of race. <laughs> get that out of the way yes. before you come out. So yes. I, I wanted to absolutely 100% get my performance review under my belt because if there was any issue with work, I wanted to be able to say, ah, positive performance review. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I got that. And How so shitty that you have to think like that. I know it is shitty, but you want to do that. Yeah. And so I didn't, I didn't want it to affect anything. I didn't want it to be a situation where they could give me a shitty performance after I came out. Mm -hmm. So having that meant some legal protection. Mm -hmm. So, so my idea was get, get that performance review, get my name legally changed, clothing and in, clothing inventory and shopping list. Oh, I feel like that was put there as a reward no, for the performance no, review at work. And I had change. all cocktail dresses. <laughs> I had nothing but cocktail dresses and high heels. Yeah, but you I had wanted to, to buy work clothes. I did. I had a couple and sweaters I did. and boots and jeans. You wanted that. Too. I did, but I also did kind of need some like plain Jane work yes. outfit. So yes. so okay. Get get my letters, talk to HR, plan on coming out. Mm -hmm. I have this all for August. So the mm -hmm. performance review, get my name legally changed, clothing inventory and shopping list. Talk to HR, plan on coming out. Mm -hmm. So I ended up having to basically push that HR thing to September mm. because I did it like literally two days after <laughs> I got my performance review. Nice. And the performance reviews were supposed to be like June and they ended up I being like see. super late. And can you hold this mic? So no one thinks about... It's not cool to be like an HR person and just decide to delay performance reviews from June to September because you never know who is like hinging major life changes on the outcome of that performance review. Yeah. So I ended up getting that. I, I talked to HR. I listened to Lord's Bravado mm -hmm. a bunch. I'm going to get that tattoo at some point. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it's a song about being brave and dealing with your fears. And so I, I talked to HR, that was September, and we, they were like, well, when do you want to come out? And I was like, 
Oh. November? <laughs> so I ended up coming out, I, I ended up actually coming out full time late November. It was like mm-hmm. November 21st was my first day at work. And then because we were hanging out with friends that weekend, I ended up girling up both days. <laughs> so I think I was on like, I think it was like the Saturday and I was like, you know, we we're walking around, hanging out with our friends, and I'm mm. just like, oh, I guess I'm full time now. <laughs> oh. Like I thought it was going to be for two days, but since we're hanging out with this friend who knows me as mm-hmm. Faith, and we're hanging out with the other friend who knows me as Faith tomorrow, um, actually, and then my job, and then my job. Yeah. So yeah, I it's, guess I'm full time. Here I am. So surprise, surprise. So that wasn't until uh, November. Oh my god. So I have here for October. Continue weight loss plan. Get mm. any other problem areas lasered. So I like that. Get any other. Get any other problem areas lasered. Like, I had assumed that all my laser would be done. Mm, which, oh my gosh. Except for a few remaining Except problems. for a few problem areas, which it's not. I got about eight or ten sessions of laser, which helped a lot, but... And she just gestured at her face. So I'm doing, yeah, about the beard, face. Not I didn't else. do anything else, because everything else hormones took care of. Mm. Um, but I did... I did, I don't know. I've done five sessions of electrolysis and I hate it Mm, so much mm -hmm. on my face. I hate it so much that I just sort of stopped Mm. and I was like, I got surgeries and stuff. I'm just going to do this later. (laughs) No rush. So I had actually thought like I'd be almost done with hair removal Mm -hmm. like uh, less than a year after starting hormones. That would not be the case. That took a lot longer and is in fact still ongoing. Who could have known? Four years later. Mm Mm-hmm. So November 2016 is going to be my one year on HRT. So here's what I was going to do. Evaluate where I am. Okay. (laughs) Easy to do. Yes. Do I need hair plugs? If so, start. If not. (laughs) Proceed to. Do I need facial feminization surgery? If so, schedule it. If not, proceed to. (laughs) Do I need breast implants? If so, schedule it. And what are the answers to those questions? Um, Do I need hair plugs? Yes. Yes. That would end up not happening until February of 18. Oh, more than a year after. More than a year after that. Facial feminization surgery, like I said, still working on that. Mm -hmm. It's actually scheduled uh, in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. 30 days. 30 more days of this. this, Oh, my goodness. This caveman face. And then we'll go to. We'll see. I still have to get. Like I said, I was Googling documents because I'm still working on the paperwork for that. Mm -hmm. So fingers crossed. Meaning um, the get insurance covering it yeah. kind of thing. If, yeah. if I need breast implants, breast implants will be November. Mm-hmm. There'll be plenty of paperwork with that, uh-huh. and I'll deal with that in like September. Yes. So in the meantime, I've got plenty on my plate. So I have December 2016, one year of transition, mm-hmm. which is not. it. That was November of 16. Um, Just wait, back up. I also have on here. Plan for full Plan for time. full time. In December 2016, which I clearly did not. I, I went to Like you already, already were. So yeah. what do you think you were thinking when you wrote that down? Like, I thought that all of this would need to happen and then I would sort of come out in December. And so all like of that Like I get my happen, name legally changed. Work. Which I name, did in October. Clothes. And you're thinking yeah. that would all happen while still presenting yeah. mail? Yeah. Most of the time? I think so. Except at work, I guess? Yeah. No, no, no. Presenting mail, I think, only at work. I see. But I, I, see. I did say talk to HR. So I think I was maybe thinking like full-time would be December. Mm, okay. Or maybe I'd start full-time in January. So I don't know. 
But that was mm. a year, a year, not even a year. It was like a year of HRT mm-hmm. and like just barely starting. So then I have January 2017 schedule SRS, mm. which you really can't do because SRS, they want you to spend at least a year in your preferred gender full presenting time. full time. Wow. And I would have only been, per my timeline, out one month. So I think I was thinking there's like, I think I heard from someone there's like a year waiting list. So I might as well get on it now. I see. Oh, I, that makes sense. I actually. did not really do that. I kind of, I kind of had SRS as like far in the vague yeah, future. Yeah. And, and sort of my mind. And then I kind of looked it up kind of on a whim. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess I'll call. Because I heard it takes like months, so I was like, uh, to even get an appointment mm-hmm. to go talk to them. And I was like, you know what? I'll just call, make that appointment. And mm-hmm. then like I did. <laughs> and from that time, it's going to be like two years until I get the right. surgery. Right. So it is kind of still that like, the fact that I kind of called on a whim of like, you know, I guess I'll just, I don't know when I really am going to do this, but I might as well get on the waiting list <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Which right. is the way to do it. it you kind of have to get on. I, I wish I had done it earlier. As long as you've got all that time to kill yeah. anyway, you might as well do it mm-hmm. while you're figuring stuff out and testing the waters yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You so, can always reschedule. So I have this, now I have this full-time plan. Full-time plan. And this is these check marks I put today. Oh, okay. So, um... Schedule FFS and breast augmentation as needed. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I started hormones when I was 35 per this list. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you start at 35, it's not going to do much. Your body's already kind of settled into what it's going to be. Mm. When you start at like 15, yeah, you might not need breast implants. Mm-hmm. You might not need um, FFS. If you're FTM testosterone's a hell of a drug mm-hmm. you're good <laughs> you're you probably you you're may good. you may decide that you want top surgery um and but you're, you're not going to need ffs because mm. the bones will grow mm. you'll get that sort of masculine look from that but um i put as needed i think mm-hmm. i need them mm-hmm. um put put in medical leave for recovery time three weeks yeah that's not gonna <laughs> It's not really sufficient. Not really sufficient. I don't even know what that medical leave was. I think I was planning on getting FFS and breast augmentation in the same surgery. I think that's what you were thinking. And yes. I would need three weeks of recovery. And that's... No. no. It's going to be at least six weeks. It's going to be like a month for FFS, which I don't actually... I'm actually still not sure if I really need a month. But that they said take off a month. They said at least six weeks mm-hmm. for... Um, for bottom surgery for mm. GRS. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eh, we'll see how that goes. And then I have come back to work as Faith. So, so I don't know. That's interesting that, that you thought you'd have to do surgery, at least the face I and the breast, and then you would go full time I think work. that was kind of my idea, maybe, when I put this together. Mm-hmm. I don't quite remember, but I think it might have been my idea mm-hmm. was to be on HRT all this time and then get the breast augmentation and the FFS and then just show back up at work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which would have been fun. I mean, that's one way to but do it. It's sure, one way to sure. do it. I don't know if that would have um, quite worked for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it it ended up. Uh, surgery takes a while to schedule, mm-hmm. and and even just to get on the waiting list to get a consultation. To, and there's so many variables. There's so many variables. There's so many doctors you have to research. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of these, people are going to need to travel. Mm-hmm. And so that gets a little screwy. Mm-hmm. So this part was 
It starts out very accurate, this mm-hmm. checklist. Yeah. And as it goes on, it gets wilder and wilder and wronger and wronger. I mean, that makes sense because yeah. the early steps are obvious. It's easy to map mm-hmm. that out. But it's harder to figure out how long something will take or if there's a decision involved or if you need to save up cash or time off work or if you need to work with insurance. Like, you know, the, the start date. Anyone yeah. can just circle that on their calendar. But predicting something three steps down the line yeah gets gets harder to predict accurately one thing i'll say for this too is when it comes to surgery and dealing with these things there's a lot of questions of spoons and i don't know if i Mm. do you think the spoon thing originally was like for handicapped people chronic pain chronic pain are we misusing it are we like stealing their thing to use it just as for like energy in your daily life that's a good question. Those of you who are listening now, and I know there's some overlap there, who are dealing with chronic pain, let us know if it's okay to use it to describe a general uh, energy level. But it's more than just energy. It's it's sort of emotional It's emotional. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's emotional, intellectual, and like energy capacity. And for that reason, I think, I think it's, you know, trying to yeah. adult in the face of stress and life and, and then... An unusual. I like. I, I like it. I like it. But I, you know, let I'm us like, know I'd if like it's to okay know. to use that. Um, I think it is. But so I'm not. If there. not, I will come up with something else. Yes. I don't have this surgery stuff. Takes a lot of emotional energy and mm-hmm. intellectual energy mm-hmm. and, and and matchsticks. It's a lot of matchsticks. You could just say spoons. Spoons. <laughs> All right. If I, it's offensive, please correct me. But for the meantime, I'm going to say spoons. If you notice us never saying in spoons for, again, that's why. In for a penny, in for a pound, at least for the rest of this episode. Yes. Um. So. Just dealing with this is tricky. Just in this last week, I've had so many calls back and forth oh, with God. medical people, yeah. you know, where I've had two doctors who just won't talk to each other and mm-hmm. they want me to be the intermediaries, mm-hmm. except it's like the doctor to their staff, to me, to the other doctor's staff, to other doctors. Mm-hmm. So there's like multiple intermediaries and we're playing telephone and, you know. Anything could go wrong anywhere in that process yeah. and the only person who's harmed by something going wrong is you. And and I keep having to fax things back and forth because that's the fax. only way they'll talk. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. It's so tricky. So it's it, these things take they take energy and they take money. And, and I've been patient. Part of part of yeah. this whole thing is I've part of this whole thing is I'm trying to get insurance to pay for this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's taking a lot of extra energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So if you're listening now and yeah. this is in your future. Just be patient, expect things to go screwy, and if they need certain paperwork or need certain phone calls or need certain status verifications or whatever they're looking for, just find out exactly what they need, say thank you, and go get it from your doctor or your HR or your psychologist or your insurance just you know there's a series of hoops to jump yeah. through and no matter what jump. and no matter what paperwork you get there'll always be that situation where they're like sorry oh this actually says this has parentheses and it really should be brackets mm-hmm. around this mm-hmm. so can you we get a new accept one accept this yeah. yeah and so it's also my fun thing with all these situations is to get the consultation you need letters from various people including doctors therapists etc just mm-hmm. to get the consultation 
And then when you go in for the surgery, they're like, oh, these letters are out of date. <laughs> you need new letters. You need a fresh new batch fresh of letters. Fresh new batch of letters because, and I'm like, just, ugh, just change the date. Just it's fine. I'm, and nothing's changed. I have not gone insane in six months, All okay? Right. Fine, fine. I will get you the letters. Yeah. Fine. And in theory, if you're working with people who are at all experienced with working with gender anything, maybe they're used to this. They're like, oh, you didn't need the letter with the date changed? Okay, yep, I'll, I'll have it for you ready tomorrow or I'll fax it to you or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully you'll have people who are accustomed to this. If not, ugh, can you imagine if you had to teach? Yeah. Your psychologist. I've been lucky. That is your endocrinologist. What the steps were. That is one very lucky thing that I am super thankful for is that my my insurance covers this stuff. If you cross the right T's and dot the right lowercase J's, but it's also just that I have I I go to Kellen Lord for a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Kellen Lord thankfully deals with this stuff all the time. They know. The right phrasing that works. Mm-hmm, they they know mm-hmm. this stuff. They know and how to play the game. Yeah. And so that's been very helpful. Yeah. Just having that. Because if I had to, like, figure it out on my own, oh, my God, I'd be pulling my hair out mm-hmm, and then having mm-hmm. to pay money to get my hair put back in. And that's expensive. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I have all these costs. Let's hear what costs I put laser, laser at $1,500. Was that a correct estimate? Um, I would say that's probably about what I spent on laser. Okay. And I've probably spent... At this point, maybe 800 on electrolysis. Okay. Okay. Mm. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Hair plugs, 8,000. I think it was actually 10,000. It was 10,500. 10,500. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hairline slash brow lift. 6,500. That was kind of taken up with the hair plugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, rhinoplasty, 7,500. Um, so that's all going to be that's in just the FFS. That's going to be the FFS. Okay, got it. Breast augmentation, 5,000. SRS, free. Free. That was actually actually breast augmentation and SRS mm. with my health insurance are covered, mm-hmm. thankfully. FFS, I'm working on. I think, knock on wood, pray to all the god goddesses of all of humanity. <laughs> I think I'm almost there. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see because I can't afford it. What did you estimate without it would insurance? Be? Uh, FFS fifteen thousand. I think that's actually a little low. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably around twenty or more. Mm-hmm. Um, total potential surgery twenty thousand dollars with hair plugs twenty eight thousand mm. dollars. Thankfully, I only had that one, mm-hmm. and that was pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. That's like five vacations, so that's some serious shit. But it's made me immensely happy. It's it's worth it. Because I just kind of, I've had these moments where it's it's been a long time. It's been almost a little over a year uh, since I had the plugs in and my hair is getting longer. Mm-hmm. It grows about six, six inches a year. Mm-hmm. And so it's getting that weight now where it'll just sort of hang down mm-hmm. instead of doing like just sort of flying up. Floof it's still up. little floofs, but it's it's getting that weight now. And so I've had moments which are just... The greatest joy to like look in the mirror and just kind of see a girl there, mm-hmm. you know, without mm-hmm. any sort of wig or makeup. Yeah, this is just wake up in and, the morning and hair and, and yeah, messy and your mascara from yesterday is everywhere. I'm but so bad about that. Still looking in the mirror, like yeah, there she is. Yeah, and then we've had a few days that were, uh, we've had a few wind advisories, mm-hmm. including one recently. I think that was sixty mile an hour gusts, mm-hmm. which 
We're probably on our block 70 miles. Probably. I actually had trouble walking up the street, like serious issues walking up the street. Um, And I was like, thank God I don't have wigs. You hated. Hated wigs. Hated. They're so heavy and hot and gross. Especially on windy days. You hated them so much. Well, because the wind just makes them look so bad. Gosh, Um, they were pretty though. Yeah. They were shampoo hair. If Mm -hmm. it looked perfect. Um. So, yeah, that was my only surgery thus far. I'm working on getting those others, but getting those with insurance. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully, 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 those will be free with some co-pays and some other yeah. oh, there's gonna uh, be auxiliary. And, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Definitely. we'll see. And the list. Oh, the list of clothing. Ooh. You want to hear my list of clothing? Totally. So, okay. okay. Again, the, the mindset at the time, mm-hmm. you were, you had an entire boy yeah. wardrobe at the time and like 20 cocktail dresses. Yes. That was basically so, it. So, this is you making a list of uh-huh. real life, normal girl, everyday clothing yes. to purchase. Go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pair of two inch black heels. Of course. Which I've got. Yes. New sandals. Get in winter on sale. Smart. Which I do have. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have my really nice sandals that I love that I've, I'm on my third pair of them. Oh, they're good. And I keep finding them on eBay or Amazon or online. And one like, day the one day I won't. So, so sad. <laughs> Black ballerina flats. I'm actually on my second pair of those since, since this came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sneakers slash deck shoes, mm-hmm. which I do have. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted, I really, when I was watching Fresh Meat mm-hmm. and uh, the character Oregon, who's uh, the fashion one, the fashionista kind of girl, she's like the posh, mm-hmm. posh girl with crazy clothes, and I just I loved her outfits and stuff and mm. her style, and I I really wanted some like British trainers, like the oh yep, yep. but I could never find any of my size, so sneakers, whatever. They're yeah. like I got like Nikes, fine. Mm-hmm. Fifteen pairs of boy shorts, yay! Which I do. I actually, and then fifteen pairs quality girly socks, yay! Which I actually, I'm at the point where I need. I really need socks and socks and underwear. Yeah, yeah. Serious winter coat, Hmm. which yes, I did get. Yes, you did. Yeah, which I got a feather one one or a down one or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, because I did not dressed warm enough for winter. And she did the southerner thing where they do like hoodies under a leather jacket and it's like you no 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 yeah so i did i did actually did actually end up getting a decent winter coat especially Good. a girl winter coat because i had like a girl trench coat and i i had like some other thinner girl coat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i needed an actual like good girl coat um additional t-shirts yes mm-hmm. got those good casual jeans mm-hmm. really need to still find jeans i'm so bad because i kept buying levi's and they're crap if anyone has any recommendations for jeans, Faith could use some recommendations. She's having a hard time finding. I just, just the want right. the ones that I never have to buy another pair because that's what jeans are supposed to be. Nope, that's what Levi's were like ten years ago. Nope, you're buying them okay. to look good instead of to last yeah. forever. Okay, additional waist center. Mm-hmm. I actually stopped as soon as I came out. As soon as I came out full time in November of sixteen, mm-hmm. I stopped wearing waist cinchers like a week later. Interesting. When I was wearing them like every day, or maybe mm-hmm. a month later. But by the time you're wearing them every day, you're like, "Fuck this!" Mm. I'll just sort of have my gut hanging out. <laughs> just I'll, people will think I'm pregnant and let me sit down on the subway. Hey, winner! Yeah, cashmere sweater. Get on eBay or thrifting. I actually did get some nice sweaters. But you don't uh, have a cashmere sweater. I Do did, but I got rid of it. It was that, like... The green one. Greenish one that I never wore. 
It was very soft and very ugly. It was very ugly. So I got some, <laughs> I found some other black ones. I found them at like TJ Maxx. And, mm. and so I went and bought every one they had. And mm. then I went to the other TJ Maxx and bought every one that they had. And that's a, of this a cashmere one shirt. blend. Uh, yeah, it's like something. Boat neck, long sleeve tunic style. Yes, sort of. They have very long sleeves that cover my hands. Sweater. And the other problem is they all have to be hand washed, which is a pain in the butt. But anyway, cardigan, which I did. When I first showed up to work, I had like a plaid skirt and like a, a cardigan and mm-hmm. tights and, mm-hmm. I looked, and ankle boots. I looked very, very cute. Sexy library. Yes. And winter boots, which I did buy. Snow boots. Snow mm-hmm. boots, rubber, rubber, snow boots specifically. Yes. Because that, it's winter. That, that rubber along the bottom that sort of really does covers help. where the, the sole mm-hmm. meets the top of the boot. That is yeah. critical to waterproofing. And it is not attractive, but that is how it has to be. I got some be. cute ones. They're like plaid and Oh, yours are fine for yeah. winter oh, boots yeah. that are warm and waterproof, mm-hmm. but they are still. Yeah. So clothing-wise, I succeeded on that count. Nailed it. Check, Nailed check, 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 check. When it comes to the transition timeline, it's helpful. It's very helpful to put together this transition timeline. Mm-hmm. It did veer a lot, mm-hmm. and there's still stuff on here that I need to work on. Still doing. Um, but it it was helpful to kind of plot out. And you know what I, I did pretty much get? I pretty much got everything I needed to do. So this is more Down. like a list, although the timing the is timing the was part, off. But, but I am doing list. I am doing base or have or have done almost everything on this list. That's awesome. Except I did it kind of in a different order, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some things completely differently than are on the list. Mm-hmm. But it was a good list, definitely. I think so. So looking back on it, knowing what you know now, what's the wrongest thing i think the wrongest thing was sort of how i planned to come out Mm, mm -hmm. with with my idea of like i'll be on hormones for this long Mm. and then i'll get all my paperwork together and then i'll get my ffs and my breast augmentation and my name and my name and then just show up back at work after three weeks of recovery Mm -hmm. and be this gorgeous supermodel chick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that did not happen so so coming out at work it's more like Get ready to be full time. Talk to HR. Work on the name change. And I of did. Of course, be yeah. working on the hormones and everything. That's else basically along what I with did. It. But was, like those three are the big ones. I did hormones for about a year. Mm. I talked to HR, mm-hmm. and then in between the time where I started work, mm-hmm. I I took about probably two months from the time I talked to HR to the time I came out and that was when I worked on my name change mm-hmm. and all of that paperwork mm-hmm. because that's the fun thing about name change that's not on this mm-hmm. is I think I was like and other documents because mm-hmm. I thought that would be super simple name change is Oop. always always more complicated and there will always be new documents that you're like my computer still says my boy's name computer and I don't know how to change that <laughs> like my hard drive is still like Matt's computer. My name is not Matt. <laughs> Never was Matt, but you know what I mean? Right. And I don't know how to change that. And it's like one of those things that it's like bothersome, but mm-hmm. it's not so bothersome mm-hmm. that I really want to go put in the effort to fix yeah. it. Yeah. There's still the occasional junk yeah. mail too. Yeah. And I still get, I yeah. still have this thing where my PayPal account oh, yeah. won't let me change my name. And the last time I reached out, I kept doing what they told me. They were like, fax us. Your driver's mm-hmm. license, your name change paperwork. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. and I kept doing that and they didn't. And I finally called them and they were like, 
you have to fax you have to fax us your social security number and your driver's license and your birth certificate and like all this shit. Nope. And I was just like, not no, it's just not, not worth I'm it not, at this point. It's not worth you stealing my identity. Yeah. Go to hell. Yeah. And so at that point I was like, fine, PayPal can use my dead name. So there were some things I I didn't like name change that I didn't really bulk out and mm-hmm. and I sort of was a little maybe a little more optimistic about things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It was not that far off from reality. So, so for someone else who's going to make their timeline, they're thinking about it. Is it smarter to just have a list of things and kind of keep like deadlines or anything like that out of it? I would say keep it kind of loose. You know, loosed? maybe loose, looser. Okay. Keep it looser. Don't do, don't go all like, you know. Don't Date, dates and minutes and hours and locations. Timelines. Yeah. Don't GPS go all like. Coordinates. Don't go all like MBA project management on this. Okay. Don't do your your tables and your timelines and your your list of stakeholders and all that kind of risks and mm-hmm. things. Just do. Just keep it a little looser. Maybe do a list of everything you think you need and maybe a rough idea of one. But you know, I had this and I I didn't really stick to it that well did it help you focus though i think it did okay then there's a benefit to that because i also have like i'm a sort of anxious Mm. my mind is everywhere kind of person Mm -hmm. and if given the opportunity when you know one of the things i'll do in a situation where there's just so much overwhelming me Mm -hmm. is to sort of sit and make lists yeah yeah and that and this is therapeutic so this is kind of that project it's just to sit and kind of make a list Mm -hmm. and it gets your mind around it yeah and it gets it all on paper so you're not worried you're going to forget something exactly and so that's sort of more what this is for me than it is like a definite you will do this oh no i'm behind Mm -hmm. it was more Mm -hmm. like let's just come up with a way to this is the process yeah let's put it down on paper so i have something in front of me to sort of ponder and Mm -hmm. i'm not thinking about it because it's on the paper Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Why don't I, I don't need to keep thinking about it? It's it's there. I've already the paper got there. can think about it exactly. It's out of my head. <laughs> I'm done. Now yeah. I can think about something else for a little while. Exactly. Okay. So that's sort of how I I view it. And and if that would be helpful to you as a listener, I'm curious as as to any of our listeners if they had timelines and how they managed to stick to it. Yeah. How's your list? How's your checklist? How's your day planner look? How many things did you have to move around, or did you nail it, or did you make it a little more loosey goosey? Then Faith did, and uh, and you were able to sort of make it fit yeah. to your schedule. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, please let us know. All, all right, right cool. Thank you so much, Faith. That's yeah. pretty interesting. All right. Glad to hear all the progress you're making. Well, thank you. And see all the progress, Yay. of course. And I'm, thank you all for listening. Thank you. We'll thank talk you all to you for next supporting time. the show. Yay. We have the best listeners on the planet. Really do. They're, They're the fucking best. They really are. All right. We'll talk to you next time, right. guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash genderrebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal follow the link down below or download them on itunes today and for all our episodes visit genderrebels.com the gender rebels is a comeback sync
production, copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you gentle rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye! Bye!